Kelman on CliffCentral.com. I knew that uh, we had to get Nomuzi Mabena in, but then it was kind of personified over December when I was uh, going through your Snapchats and I was watching you with uh, the family and and you were like shopping up a storm. <laughs> and then I just kind of thought to myself, someone who's had such an unbelievable you know, year in 2015 or a really incredible roller coaster of however many months it's been, and someone who's been unlocking their creative journey and their creative voice, still so very conscious of the people around her and the people that are part of, you know, her initial beginnings in life. And I just found that like pretty impressive. And then I just thought we, we got to kind of tap into what that is because it seems like you're taking everybody on this journey with you. Yeah, I, I wish I could do a little bit more, honestly, but it honestly isn't that easy. I think the way that we sell the lifestyle and we're on the road and we're killing shows, it's really not that easy to get your family there with you. It's really not that easy for the people that you love the most to be there, like when you'd really like them to share all those special moments with you. So when you can take the time out to go home and just like share little things with them, it's it's really, really special. Do you think that the family know a different version of you to what we know? And and how do the two differ if that's if that's the case? I think they kind of do. Like they get the parts of me that people would think are not really me. Like when I'm sitting in a club and I'm just in a corner sipping on some champagne, I'm not sad, I'm not depressed. I don't need to be like twerking on a speaker to be having fun. Like they know that other more relaxed side of me. And I think they can relate with the dream in me because they've seen me from the very beginning. But um, for the most part, I mean, what you get is what you get with me. <laughs> but this is what I think is interesting about you is kind of you get onto a stage or you put a microphone in front of you and it's almost like uh, turning on a light switch. Yeah. And then in real life, you can be, you can be that, but mm. you can also, and I mean, I don't know you that well. I'm kind of guessing from what I've, and you're very intimate on social media, which is where I'm getting this all from. Yeah. Uh, this sort of other side of you that is this huge creative and this sort of philosopher and kind of also figuring out what life is about and is as turn up as what she is. Well, what am I doing here? Yeah. I think. The thing is, when I started in the industry, I was a very, very young and I was experiencing a lot of things in a very short space of time. So what most people would probably go through in like five years, mm. I did in three months. And so it kind of seemed like I was just like in this whirlwind and going crazy. And I just wanted to enjoy it and have fun and be unapologetic and just celebrate the fact that I was this young African chick just killing it, you know, and just really make the most of being a teenager in the industry. And as I'm growing up and I'm learning a lot more about myself and what I think people should know, what I think people shouldn't know, what I think people should pay for and what they shouldn't get for free. I, I'm sort of learning what to give of myself. And I feel like I'm very, very cautious of my energy now because mm. in the past I've given my energy to things that were totally undeserving and unneeding of my energy because there was nothing that I could have done about certain situations. But right now I'm very cautious about the people and the things and the activities I lend myself to because I've 
given so much of myself to get to where I am now that if I was actually just very, very aware of every little thing that I'm doing and, you know, I stuck to a plan, I could only get so much further. So the older you get, the more you learn these things and you still want to have fun, but, you know, your fun sort of changes with time, you know. You don't always just want to be in the club turning up. Like sometimes you just want to like sit down and talk to people and just sometimes you want to put things on a record and, you know, make some music and that's fun for you. So... You know, I'm growing and I'm changing. It's very interesting to look at like comments that you get, whether it's on Instagram, on Twitter, whatever it is. Uh, a lot of uh, sort of the base of people that you resonate with are like young South African girls yeah. who are, and I don't know what happens because I haven't been a 14, 15 year old girl. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we'd like to think <laughs> you haven't, please. <laughs> but uh, it's almost like I think that 14, 15 year old girls go through like this confidence crisis. Yeah. Where like they don't know what's going on, they don't know what their voice is, and something about you resonates a hell of a lot with teenage girls who are going through an identity crisis. Because I guess it's cool to see someone who really looks wildly comfortable in their own skin. Yeah, I think there's an information overload, uh-huh. and that's sort of the problem. You know, it's cool to be like artsy and weird and stick things in your nose but also that's not cool because that's just like you're not going to get a job if you're like that and also it's so great to have like a long weave because it's beautiful and it's so expensive so that means you're rich but also that's not cool because you know what I mean it's like you're so conflicted as a young person living in this world there's so many different things that sometimes it's a little bit difficult for you to like sift through everything that you're exposed to and just decide who you are because you're like you're trying to fit in and be cool, but you're also trying to stand out and be different. You're trying to like, you know, make yourself happy, but that doesn't mean you want to piss other people off. Mm. It's very, very confusing. But once you get to a place in your life where you figure out that the best way that I can do everything is just by doing me, you would have like just unlocked the secret to living because you'll never ever like be able to truly, you know, Get that perfect this or that mm. perfect. It doesn't happen for anybody on all levels. Like I've interacted with people on the highest level that have everything that it takes for them to make anything that they can even imagine be perfect. And it'll never be perfect because there's just something. And it's that's just not the way that the world and life is. Yeah, what the hell is this word perfect even about? I don't know. I think it was something created by people to just like explain a moment of like euphoria and they were like oh it's perfect it's per- but it doesn't exist well in that moment i think yes it, it does it's and not I, maybe it's relative see. as well maybe it's just like it could be perfect to you because you know there's a lot of that going around like just be happy just like you know what you're you define perfect you define beautiful <laughs> but it's all bullshit i mean i log on to instagram and i see all these motivational quotes and right? i'm like, like and sometimes i read them and i'm like oh let me screen grab that and i'm just like for what am i really gonna be this girl though <laughs> like but if it's really 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 cool and if i feel like yo that's some real shit man then i'll post it but otherwise it's just like oh, those things are so annoying do you cry a lot no, I used to cry a lot like when I was a girl and when I was a teenager, but now I just do other things to get over it. Okay. Now yeah. what do you do? I just move on to like some spirits in the sky about it and it's done. I very often wonder, like looking at the stuff that you put out, like looking at you sort of doing a photo shoot 
outside of a, a billboard for a campaign that you've just done, I kind of wonder what's going on in your mind and if you are almost able to watch yourself in your progression or if you are so within the progression that it's difficult for you to understand everything that's going on. I don't know. Mm, I feel like this is something that I struggle with a lot. It's like... You know, we often have this conversation with me and my friends. It's like the concept of Omega C. Like, are you fully in, you know, everything is like set up and you are the superstar and your whole team is set up and everybody knows that you're the superstar. Sort of like, you know, what an AKA is selling. Or are you more like, you know, you're humble, you're for the people, you know, all of that stuff. Sort of like what Casper represented when he mm. sort of started, you know, it's very, very different. And it's something that I really struggle with, but I find that the best way for me to just deal with situations is like, just what is my initial reaction to it without thinking like, okay, just think calmly because there's people around or just initially, how does this make me feel? This pisses me off. Okay. It pisses me off. I don't care if you call me a diva. I don't care if you like, it pisses me off or this makes me happy. Like, I think this is cool. The average person doesn't think this is cool. Well, I think it's cool. Like I've done different things. I've been in different situations that make me think that it's cool. So it's cool. What's the biggest misconception about you though? Mm. Cause some people probably meet you for the first time and they have an idea. And then they're like, oh, wow, you actually, you sort of surprised me. I, I thought that you were X and you turn out to a be Y. A lot of people think that I'm rude. And I don't like it when they tell me, but I'll just sort of like shrug it off. A lot of people come to me like, oh, please going to take a photo with you. And then I do it. And then when they're walking away, they're like, you know, I always heard you were so rude, but you're really nice, hey? I was like, because I'm fly. <laughs> Why? Because I'm fly. I think you've got a tough job because you are so confident in who you are. And because people are naturally insecure, I think that it's difficult sometimes for people to digest that they can be someone who just goes on a stage and owns the stage and does that. Yeah, I think... And also because I'm quite young too. Yeah. So people wonder where I get the balls to do it. Do you get intimidated by anything or anyone? And in this line of work, I mean, on every red carpet around the world. It's... Yeah, I I do often get intimidated by a lot of like even situations that people would think that I'm comfortable in, like maybe going into studio with maybe like an AKA. If I were to do another record with AKA, yeah. I think I'd still get like, oh my gosh, I'm in the studio with AKA. Even though I've done a record with him and I've been friends with him for years. But I see everything that I do as a lesson. So even if I am nervous, I just have to get over it and get through it and just learn the most that I can from any situation that I'm in. You spiritual, religious, is any of that stuff relevant in your life right now? I am. I was raised in the Anglican church and my mom and dad still go to church every Sunday. When I moved to Joburg, it kind of became difficult. And when I was in Joburg, I didn't really find a church that was like sort of the church that I knew and we did like used to do full mass, but it was also like still fun, you know, and I didn't really have that here. So I sort of lost that connection with every single Sunday going to church, but I'm still quite religious. I have more faith in God than I have in myself. Wow. And sometimes I kind of feel like I use it as a crutch and maybe I feel a little bit bad because I think having faith is believing that you can actually just do it. But like sometimes even though I'm not prepared or I know that like this is probably a little bit more beyond me, I'll just be like, oh, God's got this. And then I'll get through it and people won't really know. But at the same time, it's like, that's not cool. You know, like mm. you have to always be prepared. You always have to be on your A game. 
like God, you you can pray to God to win the lottery, but you got to buy the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be open to it. Exactly. Uh, the reason I ask is because I was looking at you going to Brenda Fussy's old house and that over December, I think it was yeah. December. And, uh, something about that kind of just reads, I don't know, the word soul. I, well, I just think of the word soul in that context of you doing something like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was like after a crazy Durban trip where like literally I just was asking myself, what is the fucking point? Like, why do I still do this? Like, what's the point? Everything that I try my best, I always put my best foot forward and like shit just goes wrong. The promoter's playing around. There's no car. This is wrong. There's no mic. There's like, you know, you, you constantly on a daily basis are thrown these challenges and you just have to sort of figure it out and overcome them and make sure that the show goes on. So, in December, on December 29th, or December 28th, if I'm not mistaken, I took a flight to Cape Town, and I went to Brenda Fuss's house in Kailicha, because I was just like, done. Like, I was done. I was defeated. Like, it was over. Like, I just didn't understand why it was so hard. Like, why does everything have to be so hard? Why is it never smooth? Why can't I just like, you know, why can't I just really be Brenda Fossey? You're just like, do you me? And just like be on stage killing it. And that's it. Like, why does it have to be like, I have to be the rapper and the makeup artist and the red manager and the promoter and the sound guy and the dancer and the choreographer and the stylist and, 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 and like, I was just done. And then you like wake up the next morning and you're like, shit, babes, show goes on. Somebody pour me a vodka. Let's do this. And it's that experience that gave you the energy to continue. I would imagine going to the house. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And you go there. That's, and I sister, thought it was really interesting. Exactly. Her sister still lives there. And one of my good friends, Eve, her mother is from the house that is sort of like three doors down and Eve's nephew choreographs my show. Cool. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like I have a really, really weird connection with Brenda Fuzzy that I thought was just like a musical anything thing that like any young girl in South Africa probably has for Brenda Fuzzy. But the more I go along this journey, it's like things just be connecting in like crazy, crazy ways. But I think you're going to have to like buy my album to hear that story. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's difficult for me to put you in a box. I have to tell you, like it's usually, you know, I'm pretty good at being you able to say. big enough. That's I know. Problem. This is the thing. You make it so complicated. Uh, so I'm going to stop asking questions and go to some questions from someone else on the list uh, that they have for you. Yusuf Omar is uh, the head of mobile journalism at ENCA. He's doing this unbelievable job in getting kids all around the country to use their phones to create stories to tell their stories Swag. some seriously I'm dope all stuff about that. uh his first question if you could film a 360 degree virtual reality video of anything what would it be mm, the thing is that it would have to be like 360 and then like you'd have to be still be able to go into each little part of the 360 to Damn, see what really happened but I think it would be like just the moment that I walk on stage where just I just cursed at my road manager for what reason he doesn't even know. The sound guy also just got it. And, you know, we got ready in the car. 
I might just have a nipple slip because this thing isn't really tied on properly, but fuck it, we're here, let's just do it, you know? And in that moment where you get on stage, you're like, ah, this is actually all worth it. I think that's a great picture because, you know, the people in the audience, they don't really know what you go through. They're mm-hmm. just so happy to see you that like, it would be really great to see it from their perspective as well. And then just the people backstage just like cursing me <laughs> while I'm out there shaking my ass. <laughs> Oh, do you know, there are levels to how much I love that you have no fucks to give. Yeah, <laughs> there really are. I'm all out of them. I had a couple when I started in the game, but. You really are all out. I lost all of them, yo. So dope. Uh, Yusuf also wants to know, computers were yesterday, mobiles are today, what's tomorrow? Damn, I hope it goes back to conversation because I'm not good at hey. like, I'm not good at any of it, just technologically. Before it like, we would get to the, it just being like a spiritual, let's go back to being human. I can't do like apps and phones and like all this crazy stuff. If I ever get a camp, like a, an endorsement deal from like a cell phone thing, <laughs> know that they are lying because <laughs> I do not know how to use it. Unless the story is that like this phone is for dummies. That's the only way that I could do it. I just, I was YouTubing music videos and like interviews with people in computer class instead of like learning how to do stuff. So. I think if we could just take it back to conversation, uh, that would be great. <laughs> just, I hope that happens. Yeah, uh, it's highly needed. This has been such a dope conversation. I'm so happy that you're on this list. And again, like it's just, I'm, I really, really dig the fact that you're just so comfortable in your own skin. Because in this day and age, it's so difficult for people to get to that point where they just don't care that they're about to go on stage and they've got a nip slip going on and they're like, you know, whatever. It's, uh, Shit happens and people get over it, But I man. think you were kind of born with this. I don't know. I mean, were you just that like toddler that was like, I don't know, just stomping around? I don't know. No, I have an older sister who was like the coolest chick in the city. So like everybody used to vibe her and nobody knew my name. They always call me little nonce because her name is Nontutsuga. So I just like watched her and I vibed her and she was just like, she was super cool and everybody liked her, but she never like had to pretend she wasn't like the people in the movie where at the end of the movie they get exposed for being fake. Like she was just cool. Like she was just a nice person to everyone and just, she was just cool, you know? And I just, I learned a lot from her and as I got older, I just wanted to hold on to that and... I think now I'm learning to that. It's cool to be nice to everyone, but also like be nice to mm. yourself too. Yeah. That's very important. And if you're not nice to yourself, you don't even have the opportunity to be nice to other people. And most people don't realize that you can't like just give, 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 give of yourself because you think it's the right thing to do. You have to look after yourself and make sure that like what you're doing is building and growing so that you can pass it forward to other people. I'm so happy that you're on this list. I gotta ask you an awkward question now, but it is the last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, what do you think the obituary is gonna read? Thank God she's gone. <laughs> My God. No! Seriously! Don't! Did I wanna go? She's been talking! My kisses, kinda quizzes, fucking dead. Rest in pieces. Ah, oh, dude. That's it. Rockstar no Muzima Bena. <laughs> Thanks, Ari. Kelman on cliffcentral.com.